Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How you doing this week? I am doing pretty good. Today, as we're recording, it's my birthday, so I've been having a Ooh. pretty good time so far today. Nice. Uh, kid, I didn't know kids, that. Uh, yeah, kids. Uh, kids made me some uh, some little cards and had some birthday cake with them, and it's been a good time. Awesome! Happy birthday! Thanks. And uh, how are things with you? Uh, the week started out rough, but it's definitely gotten a lot better. And uh, yeah, Monday started off with a I think it was Columbus Day, Indigenous People Day here. I know you also had. Canadian Thanksgiving sometime? Was it last week? No, it was Monday as well. Oh, all right. Sweet. So three things all on that day. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it, that, it started out well. I got to see my daughter who's transitioning into middle school, um, like her school, like they had one of those like visit the school days. So yeah. me and my wife went together and sat in on some of her classes for a little bit and then came home. Uh, then I had a whole bunch of meetings and they went meh, <laughs> just the tone was <laughs> meh. I think everyone was a little like toasted for the day, you know, type of thing. Oh, yeah. uh, and then I found out our dehumidifier was free, was like had ice all over it. So it was like frozen in the basement. And then in addition to that, our toilet was leaking from the ground level floor down to the basement only oh. when flushing. So it wasn't like. Yeah, so yeah, but still, that's no fun. <laughs> so it was literally one of those days where the crap piled on. <laughs> like it wasn't that bad in the basement, honestly. So, um, but oh, but, that yeah. sounds like a rough, rough holiday. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I I I waited my way through. Uh-huh. <laughs> yesterday uh-huh. and, uh huh. Yes, got a got a new wax ring shipped from Amazon next day, which I love Amazon and. Um, had it installed by the evening, so it was my my brain break of the day after like you know jamming on the keyboard and having meetings and doing things and got the yeah. leak fixed. So don't need to call a plumber. Josh oh, does all good. kinds of random stuff, you know. So <laughs> I'm one of those guys too. I, I can uh, I can resonate. That's that's great, and I can see you know the, your background there. You don't have any water coming down the walls or anything, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> Yeah, that bathroom is right over there. It's like, yeah, we have such an appreciation. Like, we knew we appreciated the ground floor bathroom, like the half mm. bath, like on near the kitchen, and in the uh, this is my ground floor la- level. And but yeah, when my wife like taped off so the kids didn't go in it, and yeah. it was only for like a day, maybe twenty four hours, and yeah. the annoyance of needing to go like upstairs in the middle of the day to go to the bathroom or. Your wife goes to bed and you need to pee, and then you're like, uh, yeah, I might as well just pee, go upstairs, pee. I might as well go to bed now, too. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's probably good for you. You know, you get some more exercise and all that. Like, oh, yeah, I I work on my second floor. I work on my second floor, and my bathroom's on the main floor, so Uh, I, uh, I'm used to climbing stairs. Okay, okay, so cool. Well, I was hoping today we could talk a little bit about learning and, you know, continuous education and that sort of thing. That sound good to you? Yeah, yeah. I'm always learning. I'm always continuing <laughs> to educate. <laughs> good. So um, maybe you could just kind of throw out a few things that you've done recently that you would say are learning type activities you've done. Um. Well, I think the core ones that are like always going for me are... 
podcasts. Mm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I think we've talked about that before. Uh, but yeah, listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of dog walks for that, which is helpful. Uh, since I don't commute or anything, I know part of people's commutes is is a big thing for podcasts and like mm-hmm. audiobooks, things like that. Um, Twitter, I learn a lot from Twitter and kind of social and community activity. So I definitely end up down little rabbit holes because of yeah. Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a big book reader. I do read books, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but not as much as I know there's people that just like run through them. And for me, I don't know my, I don't know if it just, it just doesn't like fit into the way I operate. I, I definitely take time to read ones and there's certain ones that I do enjoy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But so. do you listen to like audiobooks or anything like that? I've tried in the past and it doesn't like it, maybe I am spoiled by podcasts because I feel mm. like pot, the podcast format is is so much more casual, so much more nuanced. Like there's, you know, you're either going to get a dopamine hit or just like you just feel like you're a fly on the wall. It's just that social yeah. feeling uh, versus when I've tried to listen to uh, audiobooks like because the original format was the book, I feel like mm-hmm. it doesn't always transition well for me and what I expect and want. So I end up like getting kind of bored and kind of like, just like, uh, I'm, I don't know. I get like antsy with it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's almost like a, it's like a textbook instead of listening to your friends kind of converse over an issue. Yeah. That makes sense. Do you, do you do like any courses or like any like planned learning like that? Uh, not too much. Again, I probably am too, I don't know, hyperactive to want to just jump to the things. Like, uh, actually, my wife and I were talking about this, like, both of our kids have two different types of learning styles. Like, Mm -hmm. my son is literally just like me. And my daughter will be the, you know, not it's a bad thing. But and, and my wife is the same way. It just comes from a like people pleaser, like wanting to do the things that exactly te- the teacher, the way the teacher said it a little more yeah. type a, where I was always like, I would be very surface area, do enough. And then if it was something I'm super interested in, like you almost, I get obsessed about it and you can't <laughs> wrestle me away from it. So, right. Like yeah. Building Legos or whatever, or a certain type of class, you know, type yeah. of thing. And I'd go deep and be like front of the class for that class. But then the other ones I'd be, you know, skating by. So for courses for me, most of the way they're traditionally structured, mm-hmm. like as, as through normal school, it'd be, yeah. it'd be hit or miss. Yeah. Didn't you do a course a couple of months back or was that my misremembering that? No, I did. I did. I took uh, like an audience building class, like just kind of this creator economy stuff. And it helped with Twitter and it helped kind of thinking about like building newsletters, building, building uh, rapport and how, and a lot of copywriting and how to, uh, you know, get an audience, so to speak. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so and I, go ahead. Sorry. I'll finish your thought. No, no, no. That was kind of, I mean, the only thing I would say it also, what was very informative of it was there are people that have built all these audiences and then a lot of them from the learning aspect 
talked about their processes and their whole creative process. So that was really insightful as well. Like what, you know, we all have software development processes or all these other things and okay, whether it's agile or waterfall or, you know, different yeah. types, how do you do requirements and different things? And, you know, they, they share different processes of like how to find ideas of what to talk about, how to research, how to kind of manage your own, like, yeah. Trello board types of things for that, that, so that, that was actually really insightful as well. So interesting. So was that like a, like a standard course style or was that like a more of a discussion orientated and sharing type of thing? So that was a cohort based course. So where it's kind of a newer thing now, right. Where they take you, you sign up, you take these live classes and it's, so it's not, I guess it's this in between, um, well, I guess honestly, it's it's a little more like like traditional school, right? Where okay. there's a live based sessions, you have homework, you have these types of things. But in this day and age, they're all remote. They're all yeah. uh, I used a platform. It was all on a platform called Maven. Okay, uh, and the courses over there are structured in all sorts of ways. There's like four week long courses, meeting once a week, maybe three days a week, whatever. But they're meant yeah. to kind of fit for professionals. Uh, the one I took was, I think it was, there were like two in-class workshop lecture types of things. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a total of like four, four course modules. And, and so it was like, it was basically like a lecture Q&A workshop, lecture Q&A workshop. And that was it. And it was over a course of a week. Uh, yeah. They were maybe an hour and a half each. Uh, they brought in some guest presenters for different things on the lecture days. So, mm-hmm. and it was engaging because you're doing it live. Um, you're, there's a community aspect to it. So you're learning with other people. Uh, you're swapping notes. You might do projects together. They have breakout rooms and different stuff. So yeah, it's, it, it was very engaging. Um, I liked it a lot. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's, that does sound like, uh, it's interesting because you're saying you don't like, you know, typical course kind of work, but then like you're doing this thing that is kind of coursework like i guess half coursework half not um so obviously that must have kind of done it for you like there's enough excitement there are there enough enough interaction to make it work yeah i think it was probably mostly because when i think of traditional learning i think of school and needing to check check boxes for a degree right right so like what are all the different modules classes things that someone some course curriculum person <laughs> or some <Yeah>. degree <laughs> curriculum person put together that says you need to have this many math and this many science. Yeah. <laughs> and don't forget gym and don't forget this. And, you know, that's probably like yeah. maybe where my initial response came from, but this was of my choosing. So it got into that. Josh uh, so that's, it right, that's it right yes. there. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pick the topic. I had a, I had, I had, what I wanted to do wasn't for me learning for the sake of learning. Isn't Mm -hmm. like always, it's always applied for me. And then I go, you know, 10 miles deep. (laughs) It's, it's actually crazy to listen to you talk. Like it's like so much is resonating with how I like to learn things like that. I choose and like, not just for the, just not just for the fun of it, for the most part, it's like, let's, let's figure something out. Right. Uh, And then once you get engaged, it's like, they're going to have to like pry it out of your, Cold dead hands, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I want to know like to the nth degree how this thing works. Yeah. 
So what, like when you have, you know, you said the podcast, you kind of get some things from, and then also like there's this course and stuff, what kind of sets you down these rabbit trails? What, um, what are some common things that kind of point you in that direction? Uh, I mean, I think the most common things are just one things that I'm, it starts with things I'm interested in, right? Cause mm. it's hard to get engaged at least for us you know in the things that uh you're interested in so uh and and then and then it kind of expands my sphere of interest with things like referral rock honestly right so um i like marketing i've always been interested in marketing but me learning more about marketing is only helpful to referral rock as a like vehicle so to speak um but also aligns very well with what I'm interested in and building a business and all that stuff. So if you look at my podcast list, it's like marketing (laughs) podcasts, it's entrepreneur and startup ones, although probably less on the startup these days, just because I think a lot of them so much like this one, maybe um, focus on the early (laughs) days and ideation and raising money. And some of those stuff for me at this point is less interesting. So, um, so it sounds like it has a lot to do with what problems you're facing in your in your day to day, and then like how that how that aligns with your interests. Is that kind of right? Yeah, yeah, I think that that very much it aligns with my personal interests and aligns with like what my goals are, what other things mm-hmm. I'm building, or I view like I view referral work as like an extension of myself, so yeah. and my team and all of those things. So if I'm learning, maybe it's also helping me lead a team or hire for that role or uh, just understand other strategic things like the marketing landscape plays so much into like what we're doing with the referral rock. Cause we're in the marketing space yeah. in addition to like, we have our own marketing team and how should we do things? So that one hits on a bunch of things at the same time. Yeah. And so in terms of like what, where you kind of go to learn things, um, is that kind of is that kind of by happenstance, like how you end up on different places, or are you intentional about like you know I'm going to learn about marketing, so I'm going to go head over to marketing Twitter, or I'm going to learn about funding, so I'm going to go to funding podcast land? Um, is there any rhyme or reason to that, or do you just kind of wherever it lands? Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a. I think I have a sphere of interests, and those are kind of predominant in the way I interact with things. So. Mm-hmm. what's in my twitter feed it's people i'm following it that's that type of stuff so that's probably where the most quote-unquote like serendipity happens but i would also say through other podcasts it happens uh less i would say less organically but i do discover other podcasts through listening to ones so yeah. um and those sometimes just spawn a whole new thread and sometimes i <laughs> like back out of that because i'm like oh i don't have time to go down that tunnel uh <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it, it's different. Some podcasts kind of come in cycles, right? Like, right. I think we've talked about the acquired podcast. Like, I like mm-hmm. that one. It's, but it's not something that they, you know, they have seasons. They're these long ones. They don't come out weekly. They're not like a weekly podcast and that type of thing. So listening to those is definitely spawns threads of research. Like, ooh, I didn't know about that company. Now I want to learn more or helps imprint a business model in your brain and things like that, that may cause me to want to go read a book or something like that. So a lot of the inspiration comes through, I guess, where I'm like plugged in, so to speak. Right. 
right? Like you, you're already learning something and then you kind of, that spawns a rabbit trail or whatever. Yeah. And if you listen to the acquired podcast, like you can't help but have Walmart embedded in your brain of, you know, how they did things. <laughs> um, how do you, how do you kind of like prioritize this stuff? Like, um, where does it kind of fit in your day to day? You know, like you mentioned going for dog walks and stuff like that, but like, will you set aside time to learn stuff or is it kind of organic or? Uh, it's also pretty organic. So I try to align with what's, I mean, I think it's natural that the goals I'm setting or the things I'm working on that is, you know, I would say poking at my brain, like for referral mm-hmm. rock adds to that level of interest. So there's, you know, podcasts that will talk about varying topics and sometimes it's super serendipitous. Like I think there was a time when we we're doing some executive hiring and on the first round, uh, forgot the name of it, uh, first round reviews podcast, but when the, it's called in depth, that's what it's called. So there happened to be a really good interview on like executive hiring when I was like, yeah. uh, potentially looking to, to get a, a director role for referral rock. So it was like, sometimes the, the, the winds just fall or as you're scrolling through, you know, sometimes just something looks super interesting or there was one on product strategy that I listened to two days ago. And, you know, we're, we're, we're working on our like Q4 product strategy, OKRs and things like that. So that kind of hit. And that's some people come with a framework and it's like, Ooh, now let me like rework that in. So yeah, if you saw me on a dog walk, you'd be very confused because <laughs> I'd be listening. And then all of a sudden I'd be like using my recorder on the phone and talking about and making notes and, and things <laughs> like that. Uh, and then when I get back from the dog walk, I might have either only maybe listen to 20, 15 minutes of a, of the actual podcast and have five minutes of myself recording and talking and then need to come home and take the transcription and then like apply it to my notes and my Asana boards and my, like my yeah. little projects and ideas and things like that. So do you have like, you're talking about Asana boards. Do you have like a place where you like keep notes on all this stuff or is like your Asana boards is like your to do's and you're updating your to do's. So my Asana board <laughs> has a lot. So I, I organize it in a, der- a very, it's a, I have it in different buckets. That's probably the best mm. way to describe it. There's stuff that is my tasks that are assigned to me, but I also create a ton of projects that I'm the only one in the project. So it's almost a way to, for me to create these like little buckets. Now, if you looked back, you'd probably see a lot of repeat bucket names because sometimes <laughs> I you know, move on and need a blank slate and need to start again. Like, yeah. ooh, here's a marketing bucket for Josh. And yeah. I reinvent it, <laughs> recreate it from scratch. It might get pulled from other things, from podcast notes, whatever. And, uh, you know, there'll be, and then I'll also have a link to, here's my old marketing bucket in another archive. And yeah. I don't believe in, what's that, like like purging the backlog? Like I just, okay. I just move them into other buckets when I need them. Because I oftentimes, when I really beeline on a certain topic, I can go and pull and make sure that I have all my thoughts for all the years, like kind of comprehensively processed in one place. So I don't miss anything. Yeah. So you're like, you're continuously aggregating, like what is my current feeling on how marketing should work in this particular area or something like that? Yep. 
Yeah. That's, that's actually really cool. I bet you that helps a lot for like retaining that information and like, um, like really under making sure you understand it well. Um, like just to regurgitate it like that and make sure you have to write it down. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So there's all those links, all those things it may have. And I use the transcriptions as a way of like, I have, I consider my transcription. It's a, it's a, I use a Google phone and it's on the pixel and they have a recorder and it mm. does the transcription. I can get them on the web. And I basically use that as a like inbox, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I have other inboxes. We won't have to go into <laughs> all the other ways, but that is one of the inboxes. Another one is like keep notes and some other. Right. Yeah. And I sort of try to whittle down the inbox. So I go through at times, I know it's captured and, mm-hmm. and I want, ideally I'm processing it and putting it into all those buckets and other notes, but I may not get to it, but I know it's captured. I know it's somewhere and if I'm like hunting for it, hopefully I only have like two inboxes to hunt for it. If yeah. I'm like, where's that thought? I know I had was thinking about X, <laughs> but usually it's within one or two of those. And if it was yeah. recent, it's like you know a time series, so I could go and find it. And and then I'm and then I'm deleting it out of my recordings once I have it in my like longer yeah, term storage, <laughs> so to speak. That's so interesting because it's like you're you realize that your mental model like over time you forget things, right? And that's one like thing that I found really helpful with podcasts is like even podcasts that repeat themselves a lot is that it keeps it in your head. Um, but if you have this, like this, like working model of like, this is how I see the world. Um, then you can keep referring to that document because, or those documents so that, um, you can kind of refresh yourself on that. Does that ever like feel like a ginormous task to update that or like keep, uh, keep on top of it? To, to update what? To keep those buckets updated? Yeah, like your mental model, like to feel like it's actually flushed out or do you just kind of do a best effort? Uh, this is funny because this is also something my wife would say because she's like, it's like, I feel like I am probably one of the most organized people I know, mm. but it doesn't look like it. <laughs> like if you look at my desk... If you, but my, the way my brain works, it, it is these buckets. Like I, it mm. is, it is not about everything in the drawer being like straight. Yeah. It is about knowing that I have either large buckets or small, like I know where to find the things. I don't yeah. lose things often, but it is, it is mostly because I have these huge bins. And then there's this unsorted area, like that inbox, like my mm. desk right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but from the outsider's perspective of how you would, classically consider someone organized i don't lose things i have like notes and notes and they may be buried years ago in different note products and different things but i have them like and again the no purging thing but i don't the the time where i get antsy is when the inboxes start to overflow like the Mm. uh, you know or it's like i need to process this i need to put this from inbox into like a little bit more refined bucket yeah, and that can get overwhelming at times. So sometimes part of scratching that itch is taking a day or a morning or whatever, just like going through those inboxes and cleaning those out. Yeah. So so why do you do that? Like, what got you onto this? Uh, I don't know. I think it's you just, just been. It. I think I've known my brain has liked these boxes. Like I could, I could do more things, and I could store stuff away and close mm. the box and know where mm. it is. So it's like it it's not an open box where you can see all the stuff and you're worried about it. Mm-hmm. 
and you're worried about losing whatever. And I, I think it was just, it's just honestly the way my brain works. Like as a kid, that's the way like physically it would look as well. Like yeah, yeah. buckets type of thing. Um, but I think I've just extended that into just the way my brain is wired and likes to work. Um, I found yeah. a model that worked with my workflow. I think it's evolved over time. Right. So sure, yeah. uh, it wasn't always a sauna. It wasn't always this recorder, but there were right. like these conceptual pieces there. Yeah. That's really interesting. So if you like, you know, if you're ever to get hit by a bus, you know, the next CEO of a referral rock could come in, take a look at your Asana notes and be like, okay, this is what we got to do. All right. See, like I probably only, yeah, it's there, but it's probably not, you know, it's not, it's in there's Josh no semblance speak. of necessarily priority. Right. right. It's like, uh, my wife calls them Josh piles. <laughs> so, <laughs> she has uh, a name for them. That's great. <laughs> Well, those are the ones where they are outside of, uh, so like my office can be that area since she is type A, like we talked yeah. about, like if she sees stuff, she just like moves them into my office. Like if she wants it out of her, yeah. like yeah. quote unquote office, which is everywhere else, but my office. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, uh, she, she calls those Josh piles, but yeah. So, um, that's really cool. I like that. So that's that's kind of all the questions I had. We're kind of getting to the end of our time here. Do you have any any further thoughts, kind of on learning and remain remembering things and all that? Um, I did have one. So one of the other pieces, I think we honestly, actually, we can we could probably save this for another episode. It's like a how I think about like learning through doing and how it. I mean, that's mm. pretty. It's a I'm pretty. Seeing- it comes up. There's a yeah. I'm seeing some patterns here. I'm seeing multiple little rabbit holes off of this podcast. Like I feel like so I feel like you would have an interesting productivity method based on your note taking stuff. I bet you you have some interesting productivity stuff. Yeah, we should we should just stop here. Just I think this is around a, a good time stop for our normal podcast length. But we should uh, put a pen in uh, a couple of these other topics. And uh, but there's a good place to stop. Yeah, so stay tuned, folks. We'll we'll be doing some more rabbit holes after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later, Josh. Bye, Nate. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share with a friend. We're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at Searching for SAS on Twitter. That's searching the number four SAS. Or send an email to searchingforsass at gmail.com. See you next week.